letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories. From News Talk 830-WCCO, this is the All Local. I'm Rusty Ray with today's WCCO All Local. Stories today include a car sandwiched between light rail trains, more money for some new hires in one school district, an averted strike in one city, enough drugs to kill hundreds, and is the return of the Timberwolves' best players this week? But first, Governor Walls said he and other state leaders are keeping an eye on any efforts by possible protesters in case former President Donald Trump is indicted in New York City. Everything we do needs to be in a way that folks can express their First Amendment rights. They have the right to gather. They have the right to petition their government. Um, Just making sure all those things are done safely. But I do think it's always prudent, and I think we've learned over the last three years, um, to be prepared. If you've got big crowds, things can happen. The governor said Department of Public Safety officials are monitoring social media as well. That's the sound of video posted on Reddit of a car sandwiched between two light rail trains. The collision happened around 9 p.m. Monday at the intersection of Portland Avenue and South 5th Street, adjacent to the Minneapolis Armory. The video shows the car entering the intersection while the traffic lights were yellow, and it was hit by a moving southbound train. A northbound train was already stopped on the other side. Metro Transit officials say the operators of the trains are on administrative leave per standard procedure. There were two people in the car. Both were hurt, one of them seriously. Five people on the train suffered minor injuries. Take a look at that video at WCCORadio.com. Governor Tim Walz officially signed a bill to crack down on catalytic converter thefts and to make the penalties for thieves stiffer. Minnesota BCA Superintendent Drew Evans says a new database to enter catalytic converters as they're purchased will be the first of its kind in the country. And that will be available to all the Minnesota law enforcement so that they can see who's selling these, who's purchasing them, and to make sure that we have an eye on the trade of catalytic converters as they're legitimately moved for scrap in the state, but we're eliminating the environment and the the sale of these particular uh, catalytic converters in the illicit market. Under the new law, only registered scrap metal dealers will be able to purchase catalytic converters. St. Paul Public Schools is looking to fill a number of teaching and teaching assistant positions. They're offering cash incentives to help attract candidates. The district's Patricia Pratt-Cook told Vanita Sakar on the WCCO Morning News the teacher shortage may linger. We have more people who are retiring um, from education in general. We have more people leaving the field and actually changing careers. And the reality is that there are significantly less people actually entering the um, field of education. Cook says the highest bonus of up to $10,000 is for about 70 special education teaching positions. She says the incentive is higher because special ed teaching jobs are always more difficult to fill. St. Paul Schools is also offering bonuses of about $4,000 for math and science teaching positions as well as for teaching assistant positions. Negotiators for the City of St. Paul and public workers have reached a tentative agreement that heads off a strike that could have started as early as today. The walkout could have affected 270 workers including snowplow operators and street repair crews. A union official says the rank and file will vote on the proposal on Thursday. It was earlier this month when more St. Paul City workers authorized a strike if a new contract wasn't hammered out. Pay raises were a key issue in the talks. The negotiations included city officials and leaders of three separate unions that represent the workers. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. Several people may face many charges after prosecutors say they busted a drug ring. Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty says charges have been brought against six people ranging from illegal gun possession to intent to sell cocaine, meth, and fentanyl. 
34 pounds of fentanyl, allegedly. The arrests follow an investigation by several agencies in and around the Twin Cities. Moriarty says her office is now working with the U.S. attorney to decide the best jurisdiction to prosecute the cases, either at the state or federal level. Most of the suspects are from the Twin Cities area. One is from Moline, Illinois. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. And the Timberwolves only have a handful of regular season games left. Still no indication when the team's two best players may return from injuries. National reporters tweeted information that the team thought maybe Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards could be both back as soon as tomorrow night against Atlanta. But head coach Chris Finch told Chad Hartman that's not happening. You know, they're both in um, in valuation periods, you know, um, and they're they're definitely on separate timelines. Uh, You know, whether those timelines end up, Coming together at the same point, I'm not sure, you know, um, they're very different. Towns has been out with a calf strain since before the holidays. Edwards sprained his neck. Towns has been out with a calf strain since before the holidays. Edwards sprained his ankle the other night. That's today's WCCO All Local. For all of our podcasts, interviews, and stories, go to WCCORadio.com or download the Odyssey app. Make it a great Tuesday. I'm Rusty Ray, News Talk 830 WCCO.